Bears coming with the blitz. Rodgers sees it, floats it down the middle. It is caught. Valdez Scantling going to go all the way. Touchdown, Green Bay. 72 yards. This is BetQL Daily with the Joes. Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. Top of the hour at 10 o'clock Eastern. We're going to line them up, get you set for the day in Major League Baseball. Full card of 15 games. 10-20 Eastern. Ricky O'Donnell on the NBA draft. His latest mock is posted. We'll talk about how we can bet on the NBA draft. We'll be covering that over the next few days leading up to Thursday evening. But Joe G, as we take a deeper dive, um, not just previewing divisions, we're going to start going team by team. And today we're going to start in the NFC North, and we have perfect timing. It just wasn't some tease. I wasn't trying to get you guys to hang around. No, Aaron Rodgers has arrived at Lambeau Field. You know, among all of these reports, I, I've I've felt that Rodgers would just show up last minute because he can. Uh, apparently, that's not the case, right? His training camp is opening most spots. Yeah, he's there, which is obviously great news for the Packers. They try to get ready to defend the NFC North crown. My favorite part of the coverage right now is as if, like, he wasn't there already. And I, I know there was drama this offseason. Many people thought he wasn't going to come back. But it's being covered as if, like, wow, look who's here at Packers camp, as if he hasn't been at Packers camp for 17 straight years. Like, he's always been a Packer. It just happens to be this time we weren't sure he was going to be a Packer. But, yes, the best quarterback in the division is back, and that makes the Packers show the clear favorites to win the NFC North. All right, let's see if we can find a bet in Green Bay and in Minnesota. So, uh, uh, like I said, the win total is not back up at a lot of spots. Uh, let me know if you find one. I but did I, found, I did, did find the Packers win total. Is it 10 like and a half? 10. 10. Mm-hmm. And did you notice that Minnesota number's been creeping up too? It's nine at a lot of places. So I, I see it at eight and a half. So okay. I found eight and a half. I, and that, so those those little hooks there change a lot. Shop around, people. Yeah, you have to. I mean, that... <laughs> You know, I and we'll get to the Vikings, but like that half could make the major difference on what they are. And the Vi- I mean the Packers, so I, I see it at 10. You might find it at 10 and a half. They're coming off two straight 13 win seasons. So mm-hmm. even the the over-under is is I, I think pumping in a little bit of regression here. And Joe, just look at the schedule. They play this year the NFC West and the AFC North. I, I would argue there's no worse combination of in-conference, out of conference divisions to have to face you're facing the ravens the browns and then obviously the nfc west we've talked about it and we will continue to you know there's four potential playoff teams there at least three that i think a lot of people would say you know they really can make the playoffs that's a lot of good teams it is but you reside in the nfc north right so that, it that balances out it balances out and in the end they're both of these teams are in the middle so what's interesting to me about the packers is Obviously, every team wants the franchise quarterback. You want the Hall of Fame quarterback, of course. But if you take a step back and you look at it, okay, they have the elite offense and the average defense, and that's where it feels like much of the league is trying to get to. You can't have everything all at once. Um, 13-3, and 13-3, those are Matt LaFleur's two seasons thus far. Uh, did the Packers get better? I don't think they did. 
I think they got worse. And we're not, we're just so fixated on this Aaron Rodgers storyline. Maybe now we're going to start to talk about some of the other things. Now, sure, they upgraded in the secondary, and boy, do they need to, because the last time we saw the Packers play football, I think Kevin King just got lit up by Scotty Miller once again, man. Scotty Miller before halftime just running (laughs) past everyone for a touchdown. Packers fans were screaming about Kevin King all season long, as they should have. But, you know, this is viewed as one of the top offensive lines, and it has been, but I really wonder if that's going to be the case in 2021. We're not talking about them losing their stud center. I mean, this is the second most important position on the field. Corey Lindsley leaves the Packers, and they drafted a bunch of guys who – it, we'll see what happens with some of these camp battles. Uh, they might have a couple of rookies starting this season blocking for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, interesting allocation of resources, too. Think about what they did in terms of their free agents. They brought back Aaron Jones. They, they paid a running back to come back, even though they took A.J. Dillon, a running back, different kind of running back, but they took him in the second round last year. You, you would think, like I thought, when they drafted A.J. Dillon second round two years ago, goodbye Aaron Jones. We're not paying a running back. I got it. And I thought they'd you know, earmark the money for, for Lindsley, the center, they did the opposite. They let the offensive lineman go to bring back a running back, which I'm sure, you know, skill position wise and explosiveness, it helps, right? They have another really, really good player in Aaron Jones, but the offensive line may be an issue. And that changes everything about Aaron Rodgers, about how great he could be this offense. Joe, we'll see where this win total ends up. I I still believe the Packers are going to find a way to win double digit games. It's a Mm -hmm. 17 game season, but I don't think they're coming close to 13 I, I, or even 12. I, I think they reside in the 11-10 range this year, um, which depending on where you find the number, that's interesting. They drafted Josh Myers out of Ohio State in the second round to be their starting center in in the year where it's, you know, they say Aaron Rodgers is on the tour. They're all in to win a championship this season. Okay, you might have a rookie starting center. Uh, they drafted Royce Newman in the fourth round. It sounds like he could be in play at guard. There's some question marks there. And the regression of Rodgers. We don't want to see, you know, we, we get lost in this and we get caught up in it. Like Aaron Rodgers is mad. The Packers are stupid. Why did you draft Jordan Love? Why did you go get another quarterback? Now, maybe they went about it poorly. There was a lack of communication there, obviously, and there still is. But I had no issue with the Packers looking ahead and saying, we've got, look, Rodgers is on the downturn. And he was before last season. Think about what we were saying about Aaron Rodgers. He was 25-30 to 1 to be the MVP, a quarterback, for a reason. Because it looked like uh, he was maybe getting close to the end. Let me let me throw a scenario at you that I, I, I wonder if anyone's talked about and wonder if you've heard. Joe, deep down, if the Packers get one more really good, forget MVP, just really, really good year at Aaron Rodgers. So an MVP year and a a really good year, and then they could turn it over to Jordan Love. All they lost here is PR. Like, I think they're happy with that. And and you're not going to be the general manager. You're not going to be the president that said, Aaron Rodgers, get out of here because he's getting his way and he's out because he's getting, getting the rest of it voided. I mean, this is a, it worked out when they drafted Rodgers and Favre was all upset, and they got yeah. one more big year out of Favre. They went to the NFC title game. They hosted the Giants in 07. Yeah. Like, sometimes just like you take the PR hits, and you, you eventually get what you want. Um, and with this Packer team this year, they're a contender. I would not bet them to make the Super Bowl. I wouldn't bet yeah. them to win the NFC. I would argue it's more likely than not they're not in a third straight 
uh, NFC Championship game. They'll be good, but I, I don't think they're going to be as good. Is minus 140 a decent bet now that you know Aaron Rodgers is going to be there to win the NFC North? It has to be. With all the questions around the Vikings, we'll get to them here in a minute. The Bears, we still don't know when Fields takes over. It feels like a year away from maybe a, a big leap. And I mean, the Lions are fun with Dan Campbell, but come on, right? They, they have uh, minus 140 feels good enough to take. Okay. I talked about the possible offensive line issues. Uh, the Packers were eight and one in one score games. That is something I always take a look at. It is difficult to repeat. And I know you've got 12, eight and one in one score games. Uh, turnovers went their way as well. Uh, wh- what's interesting about their defense is we know we look at the sack numbers like, oh man, they put pressure on the quarterback. No, 27th in pressure rate. The key is when they got to the quarterback, they took the opposing QB down. I I wonder if they're going to get that amount of sacks. It was a plus 20 sack margin in favor of the Packers defense. I wonder if that's going to be repeatable. Yeah, it's probably not. That's significant. That that secondary has got to be a lot better for them. So we like minus 140 Packers. I like under 10 and a half. If you can find that 10 and a half for the win total. 10 and seven feels more like the, the logical number there. All right, let's yeah. go to the Vikings here, Joe. Vikings are the second favorite. They're, they are ahead of the Bears, even though I know you don't necessarily agree they should be, but they're right now the second betting favorite in the NFC North. Um, Zimmer on and off. Some good years, not so good years. I think we know what Kirk Cousins is at this point. I know what he is. He's a pretty good quarterback. Uh, they have a lot of weapons around them. The defense is the question here. Can that defense get pick itself back up? If it does, Joe, the, the one thing on them that I think is interesting, w- will they make the playoffs? There is a spot at the bottom of the NFC, a seventh seed. Remember, there's seven teams now. If their defense picks it back up, I think the Vikings are a playoff team. I I went looking for that prop, and I was it? I was hoping for more value. Would you find uh, yes to make the playoffs is plus one fifteen? Yeah, I want more. Yeah, I agree with you. I if you agree. gave me plus uh, upper 100s, like whatever, 170, 160, I would take that because I just think, like I like Arizona too, but they're in the NFC West, right? They're, they're going to have a difficult road to get enough wins because they play all those good teams. The Vikings feel like that 9-8 and eight team that makes the playoffs as the seventh seed this year. The way we're talking about them, though, it sounds like uh, we're saying that they're better than 9-8, and eight, right? When we talk about the upgrade in defense, um, we haven't even addressed Justin Jefferson in year two. In year two, how's he going to look with Kirk Cousins? Uh, they have a new left tackle, Darisau, took him in the first round. We think that will be an upgrade as well. Uh, Patrick Peterson, Dalvin Tomlinson, Daniil Hunter. I mean, all these upgrades across the defense that, that we went over with Paul Charchi and on yesterday's show. Where's the big negative? What are we worried about? Why are they going to have eight losses? Well, you mentioned their schedule yesterday uh, when we were talking about t- talking to Paul Charchi and how they have to get off to a good start. Joe, their schedule post by is brutal. If the, the Vikings, you'll know if they're going to make the playoffs early. So it's it's Cincinnati, Arizona, Seattle, Cleveland. Those two are tough, but Detroit, Carolina. So four of their first six, Cincinnati, Arizona, Detroit, Carolina. They got to win some of those games. In fact, most of them. After the bye, I mean, Joe, they have a street, they have a run here at Baltimore, at the Chargers versus the Packers, at 49ers. Um, they end the season with the Rams and the Packers in week 15, six. Like they have a lot of tough games second half of the schedule. If they get off to a tough start, this thing could go the other way pretty fast. I was looking at some of Warren Sharp stuff on the Vikings and uh, I just started smiling because I was thinking about you and your love for Kirk Cousins. Uh, according to Warren Sharp, layup throws, a stat that he uses, Kirk Cousins, number one in the NFL. Listen, he takes the easy <laughs> ones. He, he'll just 
meticulously move you down the field with the easy ones. Number one in accuracy in the NFL. And uh, you get Jefferson once again. How are we neglecting the old Rick Dennison conversation? That's the big negative. That's where the eight losses are coming from. No Paul Aspen's Aspen <laughs> nodding behind the scenes. Like, see, finally, they're listening. Yes, yes. It's a big, it's a big thing. It's a big thing. He knows the system inside and out. First-year offensive coordinator. If you like the Vikings, I would uh, get down sooner rather than later. It seems like the market is catching up. Win total is creeping up. Division odds going to come down a little bit, so I, I would uh, jump on that. I'm going under Packers over on the Vikings as far as the win total goes. And we'll tell you where we're going with Major League Baseball next. We're going to line them up. Joe, oh, Joe G, this is Beck QL Daily.